So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right, they give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound poppin'. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Deadass family, we have some very exciting news. This podcast is now sponsored by Audible. Audible is an awesome service where you can listen to thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, news, comedy, and much more on the go. The app is free and can be downloaded on any smartphone or tablet. You can also listen across other devices and never lose the spot where you left off. Now, being the horror fan she is, Gina highly recommends The Outsiders by Stephen King. And us being two huge wrestling fans, we also enjoyed hearing John Cena narrate the 64th man. Plus, it also helped that the audio series was funny as hell. So to get started, visit audibletrial.com slash deadassgirls to get one month free trial. Again, that is www.audibletrial.com backslash deadassgirls. What up, deadass family peeps? You already know who the fuck it is. It is I, Giselle, aka Jizzy, aka Jizzy G6. And you already know why. Because I stay fly. Till I die. We got a special episode here because we have a special guest host. This is our second time ever that we have a fan of the show, a family member. On the Deadass Podcast, all right? We know him as um, Benji Calavera, but, you know, you might know him on Twitter as Benji Comedy. Benji, welcome to the show. Yo, what's good? <laughs> I can't believe I finally saw the AKA live. Yo, living that's just, right now. That's just one of the AKAs, and I literally do that all the time, that little airplane shit, all right? So, um, I remember I we had jobber tears and those wrestling girls on and they were fucking scared because they're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I got to do it. I got to do my little, my little dance. All right. So bear with me, please. Benji, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me this Saturday morning. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So that's family. I need to start this episode immediately airing out this man right here this man right here <laughs> all right let's talk about it this man was 19 minutes late to our meeting okay 19 <laughs> minutes late guys after he let me know last night yeah for sure fam i got you all right this man watches k-dramas people okay wow i'm not shaming i'm not shaming wow. people so you watch k you listen to k-pop you watch k-dramas that's wow. cool but 
my boy, you need to do better. And on top of that, this man is showing up here with a jerry curl in 2020. <laughs> a 2020 jerry curl, you know what? Oh, you, you know, this, was, it me who, it. was it me who rescheduled <laughs> the first time? Well, I had to reschedule, obviously, because I was still stuck at work. Uh-huh, so I was like, uh-huh. damn, uh, like, okay. I can't go home. Listen, work pays the bills. We got to feed these essential workers out here, you know? So, by the way, shout out to all the essential workers that are still out here. Um, shout out to the people who wear masks. No shout outs to the people who don't wear masks. Fuck y'all. All right? And uh, shout out to Veggie for waking up at 10 a.m. his time, which is 11 a.m. our time. All right? So, you know, we got that inter-coastal, inter- continental inter timeline shit going on right <laughs> so i think that's i don't good. know yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, that's how it works that's how it works okay yeah so, that's how it works that's how it works people we got a special episode shout out to gina thank you for being an essential employee a medical employee all right keep safe we need more ppe in these streets and shout out to all the other collaborators that we've worked with we've worked with warren hayes uh jason norris which is actually a new collab that's coming out soon be on the lookout for that. Um, we also, of course, collab with the beautiful Those Wrestling Girls, Jobber Tears, our favorite peoples, and the queen, queen of Northeast. So if you're interested in all of our collabs, definitely uh, check it out online. Um, now, one thing is, although me and Benji on Skype video looking at each other, and I'm looking at this mug right here, <laughs> it's, it's truly disgusting me right now. We're not using video for when this episode drops, only because, you know, as I know in my last episodes, I live in a dead zone in Brooklyn. The internet here is trash, and the video is just going to be delayed. And you don't want to see my mans right now. This My mans is looking like he sells Bidia tacos and Al Pastor tacos. Wow. You're in, in the downtown with some <laughs> Hell yeah, it really it does. Like, no, no lie. The dude who installed their internet came through with a fitted on and Tim's talking about, <laughs> yo, yo, I'm optimum. I'm like, my dude, what? Okay, you're working in tents? Your, your, your Wi-Fi will have Tim's to tell you to suck my dick. It really would. That's the Wi-Fi password, actually. It's SMB, all caps. <laughs> so if y'all want to see the episode, good luck on that. But you'll get to listen to it on many podcast platforms and you'll also see it on youtube so this will be going out saturday night our bi-weekly podcast teens you know so benji are you ready for this cool episode i'm ready i'm ready to get it in all right sweet redeem yourself because i'm about to reclaim the 19 minutes that you made me later all right wow <laughs> wow petty hell yeah this is a petty, petty. this is a petty podcast <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, Petty Podcast. Petty Podcast. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, it's Petty Podcast. Actually, since you are an avid fan, an avid family member, I want to ask you, when was the first time that you listened to us, and what made you continue to support us? What? So I, it was one of those random posts that they put on Twitter about different podcasts, mm-hmm. and then I'll keep it 100, one there's not a lot of podcasts of people of color, all right? Yeah, You're yeah. Not, it's a very uh, mayonated situation over here. Yeah. So <laughs> mayonated? <when> I... <laughs> very Yakubian, yes, I know. Yeah, yes, yeah, very, very <laughs> Yakubian. You know, like, you listen to these podcasts, and I feel like sometimes my credit scores go up. 
But listen, so when I, <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, and I was, let me, let me click on this. The first episode, I click on it. The first thing is, what, what did you say? Something about like dirty Krypton, Kryptonians or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I was like, what the fuck is this? And um, I, I was hooked from, from that. I don't even remember what episode that was, but I was hooked from that. I was just like, yo, these, there is literally no other podcast like y'all. Like, yeah. it doesn't even come close. And I appreciate the co-sign. Thank you. And and Deadass Family, this man is true to his word. He'd be on, on Twitter writing hard for us. You know, he'd be on other podcasts talking about us, all right? Fucking it's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out to Smackin' It Raw. I heard that. I heard the podcast. But then I also heard, you know, the, the love and support that we got, you know. It's so. just, to me, to me, it just it just blows my mind, like, there's no reason at all why, like, I should have a bigger following on, on social media. Like, y- mm-hmm. y'all should be way bigger than what you are. Like, I don't, I don't understand people, man. Like, y'all, people are missing out. For real. Yo, I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you brought that up because I know we say that all the time, but people will be like, yo, y'all just dick sucking each other off or whatever. But it's like, nah, for, for real. Like, there's a lot of, I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, maybe they don't want to be problematic like we are. Maybe they don't want, I, I don't know what it is. But I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the awesome people that we've met. I'm enjoying oh, yeah. the awesome collaborators that we worked with. And listen, it, it's a it's a steady race, you know. It's not, yeah. you know, it's a marathon, not a race, really. You know, if if we're gonna steadily climb, I mean, like if you listen to the old older episodes where we were walling the fuck out. I mean, uh, we y'all, y'all, y'all should have been canceled. <laughs> yeah, like I think episode three should have definitely been the one that canceled us. For yeah. But as we say time and time again, like we don't care. Like, mm-hmm. listen, we not out here because you could tell someone saying some shit for shock value versus someone mm-hmm. saying it, and it's like, yo, it's a literal joke. Calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, we're not trying to be like the next Dane Cook. We're not out here trying to be. You know, like these shitty Vine stars or these TikTok yeah. stars is like, nah, like this is literally how we talk to each other on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. We just decided to put a microphone in front of it. <laughs> That's 100% right. it, man. Like it, it just feels like it's, it's, you're listening to two homies just talk shit to each other, saying and the most problematic shit. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to do. That's, you know, we, we're trying to form it as a dead ass family. We want it to feel like y'all sitting with us. We're roasting each other, but we're having a good time. We're having a laugh. You know, it's not mean-spirited. Not all the times, anyways. <laughs> and we just want to have a good time. But you are right. You know, there are not a lot of people of color in the wrestling podcast world. And not a lot of women in the wrestling that, podcast world. Yeah, that world. too. So yeah. it's like we got two, you know, interlocking, right? But don't, yeah, don't get it y'all twisted. Gotta, y'all got to pick a struggle. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, you know, we, we out here and Benji, thank you for always listening to us and supporting us. And I hope that after this episode, I know I roasted you just a smidge today. Um, we we roasted you in the last one. (laughs) (laughs) I threw away the jacket. Fuck you. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Y'all ain't shit. But just know that it's all love. All right. It's all love and respect. (laughs) Y'all made fun of some dude with some... That look like Krang from Ninja Turtles. Y'all are, y'all are <laughs> fucked up. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like, after, like, 
after we hung up, we texted each other. I was like, yo, did we OD? Like, did we OD? And Gina's like, nah, we didn't go hard enough. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, but yo, listen, y'all, yo, apparently, apparently people quick, enjoyed it. Real quick about that, that real- I was just real quick about that roasting. The one y'all said about that dude that looked like Charlotte Flair from the bottom <laughs> killed me, yo. Yo, I had to listen. Like, I listen to it, you know, while I'm editing, and I'll be dying. I'm like, yo, why? Are we like, why are we like this? Who raised us this way? You know, like, who told us to be this? Is disrespectful. <laughs> Yeah, y'all worry shit for that one. <laughs> so we're doing another one. And listen, we want women. We want ladies. So ladies, sign up for it. You know? Like it's gonna build up your steam. Like, because it's not roasting in a way that we're coming for your neck personally. It's like, yo, we're taking a, a piss out of ourselves. Like we roast each other all the time, as you've heard. Like we we be calling ourselves out too. <laughs> so um, so you know, yeah. the next one. Next one's gonna be a nice little family roast, all right? So y'all get excited oh. for that, all right? Nice little family roast, the dead ass family, and we're gonna roast ourselves too, all right? We're not immune, we're not perfect either. So Benji, let's get started. The first thing I want to talk about on this episode is Megan the Stallion, aka oh, Vib- aka Vibranium Knees, all right? Aka at the Bronze Kneecap. AKA the Houston shoddy stallion. We already know who she is. We love her. Um, she was involved in a shooting that happened in Hollywood Hills um, over the past couple of days. Now, when the story first broke, you know, people were under the impression that Tory Lanez was protecting her from someone else shooting at the vehicle. But then, you know, as days go on and, you know, more investigation and, of course, TMZ, I don't know why, but TMZ be getting shit before the fucking news gets it, before the cops gets it. Like, they, you know, came out now saying that apparently he's at fault, you know, allegedly at fault for the shooting. So, Benji, I want to know, how do you feel about this situation? Because I don't know if you know, earlier in the day, she was at a party and she was chilling with Kylie Jenner on on uh, IG Live, and then this shit happened. Right? People were... <laughs> nothing good ever comes from hanging out with the Kardashians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like so people are saying that there's a Kardashian Jenner curse. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a curse so much so that it's like. I don't know. I think it's just maybe the people that they associate themselves with. I mean, um, L- Lamar Odom turned out fine. <laughs> you doing crack at the Bunny Ranch means that you're turning out fine? <laughs> now, nah, hold on. You got to say like... He was on like, crack. He was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> My boy is not fine. Even the brothers fucked up. The brothers all fucked up in the head, you know. Um, I think but that, that was um, Eka Kardashian was like four faces ago. Yeah, that was Chloe. Yeah, that was like four or five faces. Listen, the whole thing is crazy. Um, 
I think it's weird, right? Like this is this is why I think it's weird. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird that people made this into a meme. You know, like I was people, about to say that. Yeah, like, people turning this into a joke. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. When you in the public eye, unfortunately, mm-hmm. one of the things that happens when you're in the public eye is that you're gonna be subject to you know subject to public scrutiny. So obviously mm-hmm. people are going to talk shit about you. People are going to say whatever the hell they want about you on the internet. And, you know, they're just going to kind of take it and run with it. It sucks because it's like it's such a contradiction to the message that we've been preaching online about, you know, the speaking out movement and believing women and, and violence but against black women. So it's like my dude. You know what it is, though? What's up? Like, especially... It, it's you know you're going to be roasted on the internet. Whatever people are going to make jokes, but mm-hmm. specifically when it comes to black women, like people are just real dis- disrespectful. They just don't respect them as much as they do anybody else. Yeah, the disrespect is real. Um, as you see, it got turned to jokes right away instead of asking, well, why is she shot in the foot in the first place? Yeah, you know, like it was it was jokes, and that you see that. And let's just be honest, you see that a lot, especially when it comes towards black women. Like mm-hmm. people just don't, they just don't care. Yeah, it becomes like kind of like a, a joke, and if anything, you know, you kind of give you give more attention to the perpetrator. You know, in this case, Tory Lanez, he's getting more fucking attention about this whole thing than she is. You know, yeah. um, one thing. I, what, what I was just to kind of finish my last statement is that you can't be talking about holding people to a higher standard and talking about protecting mm-hmm. black women. And then be a part of the same group of people who are demeaning the black women that you want us to protect. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, it, it can't be one or the other. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, when I found out, I was like, yo, who we got to shoot? Who we got to get? Who the hell came from Meg? You know, in that case, it's not a joke. It's like, yo, you're writing hard for an artist yeah. that you like. But then when you turn that into a meme, like, oh, you know, her pussy so good, you gotta shoot. Like that's when it's like, nah, boy. Like that's not funny. It's yeah. not cute. You know, we could have easily lost her. Like that could have yeah. been another tragic ending. And twenty twenty has been fucked up as is. We don't need Yo. to, to you know, like so. And also violence against women in general. Just like, yo, yeah. like we need to stop. So we don't know what happened. You know, obviously they're still investigating this. She went underwent surgery to remove the bullets and you know, luckily she survived, but she's hurt. She's hurt, she's traumatized, and it's like no one ever wants to be put in a position where their life is in danger. Right. right? Especially a woman, most definitely a black woman. So right. you know we, I mean we've been like a few weeks ago with the the dude that hit the black woman with the skateboard. Yeah. And then it was all jokes and shit. Like, people... The, this, like I said, the disrespect, there's just a level of that they that people treat black women. It's, it's evident. If anything, this year has shown us more so than ever that that's, mm-hmm. that shit is, has not changed. They're always at the bottom of the list when it comes to, let's make things better. Yeah. And, it, it and then, be that you know, way. it's like, oh, you know, well... It's it's like listen, regardless of why she was hanging out during a pandemic, regardless of why she was in chilling with so and so, whatever. No one wants to get shot. No one wants to 
be embarrassed online about it. And no one wants their fucking video circulating the internet. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen the video of, like, the LAPD giving her instructions and shit. And it's like, listen, no one wants to go through that, especially she's in her 20s. Like, she's still young. And this dude, I don't know what the, you know, why it happened, but all I'm saying is this. The Deadass family do not condone violence against women. We do not condone violence against black people. We don't combine, we condone violence in certain occasions, all right? right there are certain right. occasions where you got to get violent. But we're not going to sit here and make a fucking joke out of a serious situation, all right? Right, right. So, not yet anyways. We've made jokes, dark jokes in the past. But within reason, okay? <laughs> so, wow, this is, this is gross. See, y'all, y'all would have said something problematic shit in the past not nah, about nah. this so, not about this the thing is nah see we still do and i'm gonna keep it funky with the dead ass family we do be saying problematic shit we do be saying dark jokes as y'all hear in past episodes because that's just how our humor is but with that it's like we're also conscious of the flip side of it we, we're conscious of how someone could get offended Cause you know how someone could say a joke and be like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry you got offended." It's like, right. nah, dude. Like we know why people are getting offended. Yes, we still said it. I still said my joke, but I do understand where you're coming from. See, if we hold ourselves accountable while still holding true to our own words, you know, things will be a little better. It's like oh, sh- you. It's like you saying, "Yo." you know, build that wall. And then people call you out on it, like, yo, you said build that wall. You'd be like, no, I didn't. But I'm like, but I just saw you say that. Right, right. (laughs) So, you can get, listen, people could say problematic shit. People say problematic shit all the time and sometimes it do be funny. It's just, you gotta be conscious enough to know like, yo, I know I said what I said was fucked up and my bad that you got offended. But I'm gonna still hold to what I'm saying, all right. And then right. when you hold to your own beliefs, you also gotta hold on to the L that people are gonna give you. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. You you gotta you gotta know like yo, listen, I fucked up and I gotta take it. And that's it. <laughs> all right. Good so point. if if y'all have learned anything on this in this podcast, is that yes, we say crazy shit all the time. We back up our crazy shit all the time, but we know that our crazy shit hurts people, all right? We don't like it. Don't listen to it. Exactly. Especially when you call out your guests for, you know, for their looks. All right. You know what? <laughs> next time, the next time that this gentleman surfaces on the Deadass Family's radar, on our radar, we are not only roasting the oblivion out of you... <laughs> Well, we will make sure that we put a video on the interwebs. Okay. <laughs> yo, are All you right. filming from your kitchen? I am, yo. I'm recording from my kitchen because this is the only place right now that is super quiet. So, I don't know if you heard it uh, before, but, like, I live in Brooklyn. All right? Oh, okay. okay. Um, I live in the hood. And the front of the house faces a major street. And I live by a hospital, so you just gonna hear oh, sirens. Shit. You just hear sirens, and the Jamaican neighbors outside fucking making 
like chicken outside and shit. And you're going to hear the Dominicans down the block. So I'm in the kitchen where it's in the back, where it's quieter. <laughs> you you over here on your fucking porch, okay, you, you <laughs> showing off your wealth, okay? Not all of us got porches, okay? Not all of us can sit outside. Wow. All right? Some wow. of us got to be in our apartments fucking score. is like 94 million degrees outside. <laughs> Damn. So we gotta move on, cause you know the dead ass girls. It's a wrestling podcast. So Benji, I know you know about this chasing rants. First of all, that name is sus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chasing that sounds like, rants. That's like a low level porn name. Yeah, it really. I really thought it was a porn star. I was like, wait, hold on. Is this a new person I gotta be on the lookout for? And then I see all this shit. You know, so this person um, is the owner of Team Vision Dojo, and -hmm. apparently he is also a convicted sex offender. Convicted. child Convicted. Exactly. Let's talk about that, yo. Because, you know, it's easy for you to call someone an abuser online or call someone a a pedo Mm -hmm. online with no facts, nothing to back it up. And people be like, yeah, you're right. So-and-so said it. I believe him. But it's another thing that you got a whole ass record online that you can search for. Like, you actually were convicted by the legal system. So, um, now, the thing is, I never heard of this dude. Because I don't really fuck with indie shit like that. Okay. But... I do fucks with wrestling Twitter. Wrestling Twitter be having some gems on there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I do remember seeing his name during the speak out mo- moment, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, when everyone's speaking out about their issues, their sexual assault issues and all that. By the way, if y'all want to listen to that, check out our last episode. Very in-depth um, analysis of both sides of things, right? So I guess he came out, you know, people... Um, the TNA champion Ricochet and Casey Constanzo, they were at the dojo, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you follow indie news? Like, what do you think about this? So, it, this guy he comes up every so often because people mm-hmm. promotions continue to work with him, wrestlers yeah. still continue to fuck with him, even though it's being convicted. You know, he's a piece of trash, like, mm-hmm. he's still. Still come out. Some some wrestlers still come out and defend him. If anything, which is really yeah. weird. Um, but uh, it, it was a bit. To be honest, it was a bit surprising to see Ricochet there. Like, I didn't. I thought he would have been a little bit wiser to the situation. Right. Um, but then again, you know, you are the company you keep. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, so yes, and no at the same time, right? Um. Because Ricochet did come out, he said, listen, I went in and out. I was not there to have training. I was not there to do anything. I didn't even know that this man was in the building. And that. So he had his, his, you know, apology or his... He had, um, he had his uh, finger in the situation. I got you. <laughs> he had his finger on the pulse, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, you live in Florida. Florida is already trash anyways. Like, Florida already is an L. So, yeah. whatever you do in Florida is an automatic double L. All right? Yeah. 
So is it automatic double L like the word traveler for the Brits? All right. Like <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Now, I will say this though. It is possible for you to know somebody or hang out with somebody and not mm-hmm. truly know who they are. Yeah, that's fair. Because scumbag behavior, let me tell you something. When you do scumbag behavior, you will go out of your way to hide the scumbag behavior. Listen, some of us travel through the quarantine to, you know, we got we have needs. That's not, oh, are you showing yourself? Are you <laughs> telling me something that... No, no, I, I'm saying people go... Oh, people I'm, about that, say, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to say... Listen, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I work in a pharmacy. I work in a pharmacy, and I'm just, I'm just going to say the amount of birth control that's been going out has been <laughs> insane. But... But you, you see what I mean? Like, listen, when you want yeah. something on the low, you go out of your fucking way to make sure it's on the low. No, so, I was remembering my my scumbag shit. Yeah, anyway. right, think of right, think about it. It's like, like when you know, because you be having that moment of clarity, or you're like, yo, if anybody found out, I'm fucked. <laughs> if anybody found out I was doing this, I am finished yeah so you know it's it's easy for you to chill with somebody like yo you know i'll be mobbing whatever and then somebody comes out you're like i never seen that side of this man before so it is possible right i'm not making any excuses for this man i don't know this man for for anything and i'm not saying that that's right but what i'm saying is it is possible for like you know one side of us right that doesn't mean that you know another side of us when we cut the mics and we cut the cameras, right? right? And then if some shit comes out like, oh, two New York City podcasters accused of running drug ring, and it's like, oh, shit, that's crazy. I would never expect them to do I that. I mean, drug ring wouldn't be that surprising. <laughs> no, nah, probably not. But, like, if you be like, oh, two New York podcasters win Pulitzer Prize for amazing journalist article, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's... That's weird. <laughs> okay, that, that would that would that would that would freak me out more than the drugs. You be like, wait, them Pulitzer? Okay, let From me New read York? this shit. <laughs> the first title of the book is says, "I boom, <laughs> <laughs> I so boom, <laughs> I so boom." So this this man is a fucking creep. All yeah. right, 100%. and now yeah, so he you know he has sex with minors like. Under 15. So I can see why people are upset. Now, here is another reason why people are upset. All right. That us family listen carefully. Your homeboy, your TNA champion, Moose, is out here talking about, oh, y'all always make shit up. You know, y'all always, oh, it was just a mistake. I'm like, nah, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time, time, time out. Being a pedophile is not a mistake. Right. Being a pedophile is a choice that you made <laughs> that you went out of your way to do. So the fact that you out here talking about, you know, oh, like y'all say whatever, or you guys just, like he was really trying to defend his decision and it just made him seem worse in the right. public's eye. Especially when it's like, listen, WWE already is. I'm sorry, just wrestling in general is already shitty as is. Mm-hmm. Wrestling already has a bunch of perverts and racists and scumbags and whatever. 
what what he said basically said, yo, he did what he did. Move on. And it's like, nah, we're not moving on, dude. Like, that's fucking gross. We're trying to fix wrestling, and you out here talking about, oh, get over it. The past is the past. Nah, listen. <laughs> Man, pedophilia, that, that shit, is, it's not a choice. And, to the, and it's not a mental illness for the people trying to put that on mental illness. Right. That shit is not a mental illness. Like, they, they know what the hell they're doing. It's like, my dude, you know... You know, and and then the crazy thing is, is that he's he's like going hard online. He's like really mm-hmm. coming at people, and it's like, yo, you should have just sat there, took the L, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, That's yeah, it. you can't. Because... I get sp- I get speaking your mind and everything, but you're gonna you're gonna go to bat for a, a pedophile like that, yo. Exactly, because like... I'm like, wait, so that means you okay with this? You right. okay that this man be patrolling the schoolyards, picking up his next victims? Like, that's not cute. That's not cute at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're trying to protect the bag, if you're trying to protect your investment, I get that. But there are certain things that you just have to, have to be like, no. All right? Because, yeah. like, Benji, if someone told you, hey, yo, listen, we're going to give you a $100,000 contract. You know, but the company you're going to be working for, they, they traffic children into sex slavery. You know, you can't be sitting there be like, yo, 100K is 100K, whatever. I don't give a fuck what they do. It's like, nah, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah, especially for That's, no 100K. That, wow. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, no, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. No, no, wait, that's Not that I family, y'all heard this. <laughs> nah, y'all heard this right here. This man worked for Wayfair. <laughs> this man has been buying those lockers everyone's been talking about. <laughs> this man, right? Dead ass family, go ahead and cancel Benji for us. Thank you. I'm like, I got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and cancel him. You know, matter of fact, doesn't get your living in Chicago. They're in like the suburbs. They don't count as Chicago. I'm just kidding. Ooh, <laughs> a little Illinois beef. All right. Actually, it's okay because we do the same thing. It's like when someone maybe says, yes, I'm from Albany. I'm from New York. I was like, okay, you're from New York. Exactly, State, sweetie. Exactly. It's not New York City. <laughs> Get your vodkas to be out in like Joliet or some shit, like far out. They're not city city. I don't even know. I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. I don't even know. The only thing I know about Illinois is Chicago and Chief Keeps. That's all I know. (laughs) Wow. Oh, and the bean. I got the bean out there. Yeah, you know, Drake put us on, apparently. He didn't do a good job. All right, so Benji, how much money would it take for you to be okay with child sex trafficking? Tell us. Let's see. Uh, how much money would it take for me to traffic children? Uh, I think a smooth, a smooth eight hundred k. I think would be. All would right, do it. that's it. That ass family cancel this man immediately. This man is. <laughs> this man. <laughs> that's problematic, yo. That's this man right here. This episode will never see the light of day. I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, obviously, guys, this is a fucking joke. This is disgusting. I would never do that. Benji would never do that. No. I will, no, no. I will happily 
run a feed on anybody that decides to do that. All right, just let me know. Give no, me a man. reason. That's, that's... <laughs> but, you know, Benji gave us an example how some people are willing to sell their morality for money, okay? Like of movies. course. <laughs> so, um, all I want to say is this, you know, for, for the men or women who have been... Um, just abused by this man or who, who've had very negative interactions with this person, just know that this man will be getting his 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 fucking dues, all right? This mm-hmm. man will be getting his fade ran. He, this man will be getting the bad karma, the bad juju coming to him, all right? And I also want to say this to up-and-coming wrestlers or wrestlers who are already established. You need to do your homework, all right, mm-hmm. you need to do your homework. If you find out somebody owns a, a wrestling promotion, a company, a fucking gym, whatever, hell, wrestling t-shirt company, you need to do the research on this person because nine times out of ten, you're gonna hear some shit, and you know from people outside because it's not like you hear it oh once. You're gonna hear it multiple times. Like if multiple people tell you the same shit, you gotta believe that. You, you know, know what the, the what it comes to when you, with these indie wrestlers? A lot of the times they forget you're a brand. You're working for your brand, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to operate yourself as a business. So as any business, would it, if you're going to do business with somebody, you have to know what they're about. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, he's friends with so-and-so, bing, bam, boom, they're going to they're gonna give me uh, no, clout. I'm going to move up with them because they know so-and-so and so-and-so. You got to think about your business. You got to... Yep. Because there's, there's just ain't no way all these people that have been exposed to shit that ain't no mm-hmm. way nobody, they all, all of a sudden nobody knew about that shit. Right. Nah, like, people have been knowing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's no way, especially Ricochet, where he's at now, where he grew in the indie circuit. Right. Ain't no fucking way that you never heard the whispers, the rumors, the passing stuff. It's like, there's no way. So, you need to honestly speaking like what Gina said last time is like you need to be bougie and you need to like not yeah. chill with certain people Yeah, you need to like listen I'm not with you fuck this I'm doing my own thing because you're not about to stop my check because at the end of the day what's going to happen is guess what you're going to have the higher up you are in the level of status mm-hmm. the more you have to lose mm-hmm. right Ricochet has more to lose than Casey Constanzo. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it right now. Casey Constanzo, it's like, sure, she's a female wrestler. We support female wrestling. You know, kudos to her. She knows how to fucking do a handstand and shit. She, but she's not to the level of where Ricochet is now a household WWE name. Right. All right? And in a day and age where a big corporation is willing to cut the fat so that they don't have bad publicity... Easily, WWE can wipe his fucking name off the records. Right? Listen, and you're gonna you're gonna do this after he just filmed that commercial? Exactly, like my dude. No, Bro. like listen, there's no way that you didn't know, and ain't no way that you didn't try to stop it. Now, I, whatever Ricochet's reasoning for being there, whatever that's him. You know, I'm not gonna stop his his shine or his reasoning for being there. But what I am going to say this is that especially when people are putting shit online about you, like, you gotta be 
extra careful. Yeah, yeah. Okay. People DMing you, people telling you, you know, stuff like you gotta just cut the tie. So here's a DM that someone had reached out to uh, to Ricochet, right? So I'm just gonna read it. So it says, oh, Hello. there's receipts. Yeah, there's there's receipts. All right, yeah. that is girls. We we scoured through the interwebs. Actually, this was very easy to find. <laughs> but <laughs> someone sent Ricochet a DM asking about the whole situation, right? Uh-huh. So, hello, just so you know, I was unaware that Chasen was even going to be in the building. I was called by a friend and asked to teach him a backflip, and he gave me the address, and that's about it. I was under the impression it was going to be a private thing with only us four. After arriving, I stated that I didn't want to be there so Casey, Stacy, and myself were only there for 10 minutes before we left. So if you're actually curious to the situation, that's legit. I have never and would never be friends with that dude. And the only training I ever do is in the actual gym. I've never even been to that school, not even once prior, and do not plan on ever returning in the future. I've contacted only a couple people through messages because I'd rather not shed light on Chasen or his school. Because it would only promote his school. Um, hopefully this has given you some hindsight on what actually happened. So right. I have a question. What's up? Don't they have a whole ass performance center to train at? That's Well, see, the thing is that, because it sounds like, and there's pictures too, it sounds like he went to help a TNA wrestler. So it's like, they're not going to have a TNA wrestler up in the PC. Right, right. Um, the thing is that, listen, boo, um, Ricochet, we love you, but that reasoning still says, bro, I don't even know he was there. So it's like, okay, you didn't know he was there, but does that mean that you knew what he's about? Didn't he say he didn't know him at first? Now he says he didn't know he was there. He would. He, then he says he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't hang out with that dude. Yeah, that like he wouldn't ever be friends. I'm like, listen. Whatever, whatever. It sounds like you still knew what this guy was about. Right, right, right. right. Now, here's a possibility. Is a possibility that Moose knew, you know, the lay of the land, knew a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and he tried to trap his ass on some gotcha shit. Because there are people Damn. out there. It's yeah. like me telling you, yo, don't chill with so-and-so. We're not cool with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you'd be like, okay, cool. And then you tell me, yo, come through. We're having a little kickback, you know, and I show up not knowing that so-and-so is going to be there, mm-hmm. right? So it could be that. That could be a reason why Moose didn't say anything because this man was too proud about showing off on online, like, oh, when your friend does flippy shit or some whatever. Like, he was way too happy about that. Mm-hmm. So... um and there's videos because apparently these videos were put up on IG. So whatever oh. the case, yeah, yeah. So whatever the case is, um, oh, that's a little suspect, now. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, like you say one thing, but you doing the other, right? So just yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of nip it in the bud, I'm gonna say this: Ricochet, you need better friends. Casey, you need better judgment and fuck moves. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's that on that. And I'm not even going to mention this other man's name or his wrestling school's name. He could suck a whole ass dick. 
That's it. Uh, we're going to move on to the Leo Rush and Finn Balor beef, which that shit is comical. <laughs> Have you is heard it really it? beef? Is it really beef? All right. I don't... See, I don't think it's... All right. So, Leo Rush, you know, ever since... He's been very vocal about the way mm-hmm. things are in WWE. And, you know, um, with, with good reason, because yeah. WWE is hella racist... Well, wrestling in general is hella racist. Fans are racist. Um, So I feel like he feels very wronged about things and he wants to shed light to them, which is great. But it's coming across a little bitter ex-girlfriend-ish to me. Like It's coming across a little, I don't know why he's taking this route of putting everything online, but he is. So, something happened. I don't know what the fuck it was, but something so happened the, where... Yeah, please thing, tell me if you know. So, the thing that... The whole reason this even was brought back up was because the independent wrestler, AJ Gray, called out AEW on their lack of diversity. Yeah. Which, which we definitely said that before. Yeah. And people yeah, said that 100%. we were haters. No, a hundred percent. You preach the shit, and then when it comes to it, y'all ain't really about it. Freaking Lucha Bros are always henchmen. Everybody mm-hmm. losing, taking L's. Everybody. Um, it took them forever to get any woman of color. Like that's a whole ass thing. But um, so that was brought up, and you know, Leo Rush had previously spoke up about this. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody really paid him any attention. So now he's, you know, this guy got a lot of attention for that so he feels now it's the time to speak on it again and then I guess the whole thing with so at least the whole thing with him and Finn Balor I guess at one point um, Leo Rush had brought his wife or something to some to the, the, rehear- the, the practice or whatever they do mm-hmm. and I guess uh, apparently Leo, uh, Finn Balor didn't like that told him she gotta go there's no family allowed in the area or whatever some shit like mm-hmm. that he said she said shit that just escalated from there Basically, to summar to summarize that him and Finn Balor thing, and there's just been a lot of back and forth between them. Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. See, it's weird because, like, as someone, you know, you know, as a minority, I totally understand where Leo's coming from, where that anger comes out because it's mm-hmm. like, yo, time and time again, like I keep telling y'all. Racism is alive and well, and y'all are not y'all are not paying attention to me. So I totally understand his point, where he's just fed up with the whole situation. The thing is it, that he, Leo Rush, has not been on the best grace of the wrestling fans. And mm-hmm. the reason I say this is because that whole like when he was in NXT, he was hot, right? And people right. were like, "Yo, this is the next guy." Then that whole thing with Emma happened and people mm-hmm. lost their trust in this man because it's one thing for for you to be a character on, you know, on TV, but it's mm-hmm. another thing for that character to like when you no longer are a character and that's just how you are, people kind of start to be like Nacho. I'm not trying to fuck with that. So right. that whole Emma thing came about and then, you know, that whole Mark Henry thing came about with the European tour, which, 
you know, he's right. It's like, listen, I'm not grown ass man. I'm not carrying nobody's bag. I'm not nobody fucking errand boy. So I agreed with him on that part, but it's like the way that it's coming off, it, it's kind of coming off as, yo, I deserve X, Y, Z. And if I don't get X, Y, Z, then I'm calling out everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, my dude, there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you calling out racism online, totally agree with it. You calling out favoritism online, totally agree with it. But you weren't saying these things where you were under contract and they brought your ass back. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, like, you were pretty okay when they had you with Bobby Lashley, and you were pretty okay flaunting the gold and flaunting the stuff. So it's like, what is it? Is it, are you bitter because the money's not coming through anymore? Are you bitter that you got cut? Or are you bitter about the state of wrestling? So I have a question for you. So... When a person, when you know that where a person comes from, their history, if they're bitter or not, does that change the message for you, or is the message still the same? No, you can definitely listen to the message. You can definitely be like, "Yeah, you're right," but then I'm gonna also be like, "Yo, you are right about this," mm-hmm. but the way that you put in the message out is not really making me fuck with you that much, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if someone were to stand up and say, "Yo," wrestling is misogynist we need to stop treating women like trash i'd be like yo you're right you're absolutely right about that but -hmm. then in that same sense as you'd be like these women are trash only these women deserve a push then you'd be like hold on i thought you were just advocating for all of us now you're just advocating for a select few so that's what me and i can't speak on gina because Gina's a black woman, so obviously she's going to have a different take on this, right? Mm-hmm. This is Jizzy right here speaking. The way that Leo is is putting out this message is like, yo, I'm here for it. Flood the timeline. Use your platform if you have it. Cool. But he's only so he's only picking out issues for a select few things. And okay. that's why it doesn't feel genuine. It's like my boy, come on. No, I, I understand where you, I, I understand where you're coming from because he did. Uh, I believe it was was it John Rattier's podcast. He was, he was on. on I forgot. Yeah, he was with yeah. John Rattier. Shout out to them. They Shout out to them. Yeah, with, with the great collabs and shit, and getting these people on. I know we would never have a wrestler on our thing. They would hate us immediately. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, um, he spoke up about it. He opened up. He said everything he needed to say. And, you know, once you do that, it's like, okay, like, you did it. And then you keep moving on. But then when you, like, to your point, you continuously keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. When you're out of the situation already, it's just like, I I, I see where you're coming from. Right. It's like, you know, it's kind of the same thing with CM Punk, you know. And I know a lot of people are CM Punk fans. They're going to hate this. But. When Watch your slander now. No, 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 no. It's not gonna be slander. It's I mean it is it is slander. I'm lying. It's slander. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you lying? <laughs> but I'm gonna say this. CM Punk's relevance only stems from how he conducted himself after leaving WWE. Mm-hmm. Because if we really wanna be true to ourselves, 
CM Punk, sure, he was his name came up when he had promos and 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 stuff like that. But we truly did not start paying attention until he started going off script. And then people kept paying attention because of the shit that he would continuously bring up outside of the WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he gets this little Fox deal, and then all of a sudden he kind of changes his tune a little. Where he starts supporting certain things and he starts watching certain things. So it's like it's kind of crazy to me how how much shit you can talk after you leave a promotion and you still remain relevant to that day because of all the because listen, we all love hot tea. We all love to hear uh-huh. gossip. We all love to hear like I'm here for it. But I'ma also be like, yo, all right, you left. Like you were unhappy, so you should kind of move on you know like you you know listen we get it you you hated it there you you know you went through a lot of issues there you had a lot of racial transgressions made against you and i appreciate you speaking up about that and make Mm -hmm. trying to make things better but you can't be forever talking shit about the company you were just with yeah. And letting that be the only thing that makes you relevant. Because, hell, even in his fucking music video, I don't know if you noticed, in his music video, the little signature for his name, it borrows the old logo, the old WWE logo, like the WWF logo. Uh... Because now you're going to be like, hold on. You you roasting the E, but you using elements of the E to fucking promote your music and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I see your point. You gotta, you gotta make it on your own without them. I, I see what you're saying. Right. So, and again, I'm not here trying to convince you or anyone. You know, it's just that that's how I see it. It's like you can't be talking shit about something, but then on the low have your hand out like, yeah, hold on, I'm about to use this shit to. It's kind of like the same thing with what's his face, this feed me more dude. What's his name again? Ryback. Right back, right. It's like, yo, how many fucking years you've been out of the WWE and every time your name comes up, it's because you have some story of what happened back then. Yeah, like that bitter ex. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. So, one thing is, you know, Finn, he came out, he's like, listen, I don't got no problems with you. You know, I just rather not handle it online. I just rather not do this on Twitter. I'd rather just talk to you in private and we squash it then. And it's true. It's like, yo, you don't need everything to play out online. Right. You really right, don't. Right. Um, so I don't know. if It looks like they squashed things. It looks like he's good. Leo, obviously, he's going to continue tweeting. And Leo, obviously, is down for the cause. And he wants, you know, black wrestlers to be treated with respect as they should. And black wrestlers yeah. should be getting the same opportunities as their white counterparts. Um, That's, but, to me... So real quick, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing that I see on, on Twitter, especially with wrestling fans. They confuse that what diversity is. They think diversity means if they give a person of color or a black person a opportunity, that means they're taking away opportunity from whoever from somebody else. That's right. not what what it is. It's they're just asking for the same opportunity, not to take away from anybody else, but exactly. just give them the same the same chance. Yeah, it, and that's exactly it. Like. It's not, I'm not telling you put the belt on so-and-so because they're black. No. Right. I'm saying that you need to use black, Hispanic, even Asian wrestlers, which a lot of people don't talk about, but yo, 
Asian wrestlers be hella disrespected in wrestling because y'all make them Dude, these the, fucking uh, gimmicks. The, with a Tazawa yeah, ninja? Bro, nah. Yeah. Like, that's not, it's not cool. Like, we should not be having wrestlers of diverse backgrounds reduced to a fucking caricature. And then when they get, you know, a title shot, it's like, oh, you're just doing that because, you know, they're so-and-so. It's like, nah. Like, listen, you see the same way Dolph Ziggler loses, 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 comes back, gets opportunities? We just want the same thing to happen, but with a wrestler of color. That's all we're asking. Right. We don't expect them to be champions forever. We don't expect them to have a title forever. And and if anything, I was going to say, if anything, like, don't give them their push just because it's Black History Month. Don't give them their push Mm -hmm. just because it's September and it's Latino heritage. Like, it's all all year round, you know, not just select moments to see you can shut people up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, do it on a random Tuesday uh, in fucking March, right? Like, don't do right. it because of the political climate. Don't do it because of what's happening. Do it because this person is legitimately good and this person deserves a, a, a chance, you know? Like, because now when you do it just to give it to them just because, now it's very performative. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't... It doesn't mean as much as someone else doing it naturally. Like, you know, with the whole Kofi Kingston thing, like, the reason why people were so behind Kofi Mania is because Kofi Mania happened mm-hmm. organically. It wasn't yeah. something that WWE pushed on us. It was like, we made it happen ourselves. And then WWE was like, oh, shit, maybe we should bank on this idea. And then WWE shitted on the idea and then made my mans lose to Brock Lesnar in, like, fucking four seconds. For no fucking reason. Right. So it's like, don't do it. Just just, like, just to release the other guy. Like, just, just. Right. Like, don't be sitting here like, okay, you want him as a champion? Here you go. And then be like, all right, next. It's like, nah, like, we need you to stick through to these things. So. Speaking of um, that, like, the whole, the whole thing with Naomi. Like, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Girl was blowing up after the Royal Rumble, and they didn't do anything with that. Nope. Listen, this woman, time and time again, has shown us athleticism and skill in the ring. She has mm-hmm. grown better on the mic, because I will say, in the beginning, in the, in the beginning, she was a little rough on the mic. She's right. grown to be a little more comfortable on the mic. She still has a little work to do, but yeah. And she's become someone that is reliable in the ring. Because you're not going to watch mm-hmm. a Naomi match and be like, oh, this is kind of trash. It's like, nah, she's actually putting in the work. The right. reason why we're getting upset is that it's like, yo, WWE has done this thing where if they see someone is like white hot crazy, like, you know, people are like talking about them, buzzing about them all the time. They put all their eggs on that person's basket without mm-hmm. considering they could get injured, they can become sick, they can go off to start a family, they can go off to do a movie, they can go off to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when they realize that that basket is gone, they look around to see other empty baskets, and then they decide, okay, well, who's the next, who's the next one that we can kind of emulate to? You know, mm-hmm. like... Becky's gone. 
Mm-hmm. Charlotte's gonna be gone for a little bit, right? You have you can't put it on Sasha and Bailey. We can't. Right. We can't keep having that. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Oscar, but y'all not doing much with Oscar. We have Naya, but the bitch needs to go back to the fucking lab. I'm keep saying that. Man. And then you're like, okay, well, um, okay, I guess we're gonna do Lacey Evans. It's like, but you have a whole good ass stock of female wrestlers in the back that y'all could do shit with. Naomi being one of them. And constantly she's yep. fucking jobbed out to or used in a match to eat the pin for no fucking reason. So, you know, her name is trending, um, which is good. And I hope it keeps trending. I saw Naomi respond to some of the tweets and stuff. All I'm saying is, is like, listen, we cannot ignore Naomi. Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. understand why they're too scared of putting her on TV and just giving her the moment. Like, she, I'm pretty sure she sells merch. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure her merch is crazy. Fucking, first of all, when, when Naomi returned, people who didn't even watch wrestling uh-huh. were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yo, who's this yeah. beautiful black queen on TV doing fucking flips and shit? So it's like, there's something there that they can do with her, and they're, they just completely keep dropping the ball. Um, I hope that she knows that she is worthy of a push, because... We keep pushing shitty ass Alexa Bliss. <laughs> You're not an Alexa Bliss fan. <laughs> Benji, you clearly have not been listening to our episodes. You clearly have not been listening to our episodes, sir. No, I, I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> this bitch is I, I, trash. I don't, I don't, I don't... I don't fuck with Alexa Bliss, nah. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. So, nah. so much she's gotten worse. I don't understand. I'm like, yo, bro, they pay you an obscene amount of money for you to do one thing. You can't even do that one thing. And yet you're still here. It's like that employee at yeah. your job that just fucks up all the time. And yet you're surprised that they haven't even gotten written up yet. <laughs> so I hope Naomi gets her shine. And I hope that they finally see that, yo, we not about to be sitting here taking shitty storylines from y'all anymore. Like, mm-hmm. give her work, or Naomi, if you do listen to this, which I highly doubt, because you are a respectable woman, um, go ahead and <laughs> shop your options around. Go ahead and, and consider other things, because clearly these people... No, you can't even do that. I'm lying. You can't even do that, because other wrestling promotions don't even give a fuck about people of color, so... No. Let's just end it right there. Um, given that it's Saturday, the day before a pay-per-view... Let's talk about Extreme Rules. Are you looking forward to it? Are you going to watch it? Let you know, know. The, horror, the horror show Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that's yes. That's tagline, it, right? Yeah, that's the horror show. Well, I mean, 2020 has been a horror show already, so I, I feel like that's kind of redundant. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I completely forgot this pay-per-view was coming up. Yo, no lie. I thought that shit already happened last week. Like, I was like, wait, we have a pay-per-view now? Oh, shit. I should probably uh, watch it then. Um, Because Raw and SmackDown have been very ass. I'm going to be honest with you. It has been very ass as usual. NXT is normally the the showstopper of the week. But 
I don't know. They some something about this whole thing. Let's just run through the card, and you know, you tell yeah, me you, you, let's, you tell me what you think, right? So we got the SmackDown tag, SmackDown, 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 SmackDown is a whole different program. That's definitely yeah. That sounds like a documentary on Vice about drugs and shit. <laughs> SmackDown. <laughs> We got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, which is a tables match. What do you think about this? I am a Shinsuke person through and through. Um, Mm -hmm. From day one, I will never turn against Shinsuke, even though he clearly doesn't give a shit about whatever he's doing these (laughs) days. Um, That man, you ever see him kick someone when they're down? He's just like trying to drop it. Um, I don't know. The, the New Day don't disappoint when it comes to a match, especially when they're like, I'm pretty sure they're going first mm-hmm. or they're not being regarded on the match. They don't typically disappoint. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to it being a good match, but it's like, Shinsuke and Cesaro are singles wrestlers, yo. Right. They, they need to be doing their own thing, not in this little tag team that they got. Because if you're going to put Cesaro in a tag team, why even break him up from the bar in the first place? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it makes no sense that people be, they be putting two people together that don't belong together. And they just, here, y'all are tag. I'm like, no, like, we have actual tag teams yeah. that should be up here doing it. And y'all just fucking wasting them away. So I don't doubt that this will be a good match. I, I definitely do think that they have good chemistry in the ring with each other. But. It's just like it's weird. It's I feel like it's it's like a cheap way to pull off a title change. So I feel like New Day would retain the title, um, mm-hmm. because this is you, this. Do, it wouldn't make sense you, to take it off of them. Right. Do you feel the New Day has suffered without Xavier Woods? So they they definitely have been because like. The three of them bring different things to the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like new, you know, with new days, like Xavier was definitely the mic man. He's definitely the yeah. one who can handle the mic skills. You know, Kofi is definitely like the hype man of the group, and he's mm-hmm. definitely, you know, the veteran as well. And mm-hmm. then you have Big E, who's kind of like the muscle. Now, I'm not saying that that's all they're good at. I'm just saying that cohesively speaking, that's how New Day has come to be. So right. without Xavier Woods to kind of just like lead that cohesion in the tag division, it, it has suffered a little, but not to a point where I'm not interested. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it feels weird, but we know the circumstances and we know that they're still with it and they still bring it to this day, you know. So I don't know. Um, it's just like it's it's one of those that's it's gonna be a decent match, but it doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Exactly. It's like, all right, cool, we got this. Why? <laughs> right. Um, uh, we have the United States Championship. We have Apollo Cruz versus <laughs> versus MVP. Oh, all right. In twenty twenty. <laughs> This man is too old to be out here doing this shit. I know You're... this man got a car payment due somewhere. I know this man got a, a, a gun charge he got to beat somewhere. I know this man got child support he needs to pay. 
He do look like a deadbeat dad. <laughs> so if he's doing this because he needs to pay the mortgage, I get it. Um, I'm glad that Apollo Cruz finally has a title. You know, he's gonna retain it. There's no way that MVP's gonna win this. There's, there's absolutely no way. You don't think Lashley interferes? I mean, there's a possibility that Lashley interferes. There is a possibility, but then what? They're going to set it up so we can have Apollo versus Lashley? Or they're going to do I mean, a triple threat? Or they're going to do a, a handicap? <laughs> damn. Like, damn. no matter how you see it, it's still trash. <laughs> I feel for Apollo, though, man. Like, he, I do, like he, because, because it's like... See, the thing is, the reason why it works is because... MVP's personality carries the yeah. the thing like it carries the feud, but it's still not enough. Like it's still a slap in the face. Like they're two veterans of the industry, and it's like Apollo has gone on too long without a a, a belt. But now you're gonna right. bring this old fuck to make him relevant. Yeah, so, like so. Explain to me why he's not facing Lashley. I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't watched um the <laughs> like I have it on in the background, and then I see Lashley come out, and I immediately mute the TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm listen. I'm gonna have to catch up tonight before tomorrow. So I'm gonna be honest with y'all. The Lashley MVP should every time I see MVP, I just focus on MVP because he's he is so roastable. So, <laughs> so I can't. What do you think about this match? Who do you think wins it? Um, who's your pick? Uh, you know what? It would not surprise me if they go with MVP. Give them a little USA oh, run. Oh, fucking God. That would be trash. That, 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 it's trash, but I think that's where that's going to go. You're going to have Apollo chase it for a bit, and then you're going to see Apollo on the damn. He can't, he can't beat them, so he's going to join them. Now you're going to have a little trio. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, listen, that's a possibility, too. That That is definitely a possibility. Uh, we have Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and I for an eye match. Wait, they're legit supposed to take each other's eyes out, right? <laughs> it's going to be that shitty CGI. Yeah, it's either going to be truly CGI or, like, some shitty prosthetic that's going to be used. I'm going to say this right now that I do like Seth's character a little. Uh But they dropped the ball with Alistair. Like, we could have had, like, an angel versus demon match. Like, we could have had something good, like a good versus evil match. I don't know, something. And they, I don't know why they keep giving this man chances. Rey Mysterio is too old to be out here like that. Rey Mysterio, he's he's the definition of just securing the bag. Is, like, you, listen, you are, and if I start talking about Rey Mysterio, we're going to be sitting here for 14 hours. I am not going to sit here and stand stand (laughs) for that slander, lady. No, I'm sorry. Listen, I love my Latino wrestler. I love him to death, but he's too old to be doing this. This feud doesn't make any sense. And I will say this too. All right. 
this is also a very clear display of Ray using his connection to the WWE to get his son to also get into the WWE. Mm-hmm. Okay? 100%. So this is definitely very... What's the word I'm looking for? Nepotism? There you go. It's it's Yeah, there you go. Perfect display of nepotism right here. Because it's like, listen, you're telling me that this kid just now started training not too long ago. This man has more TV time than some of the actual fucking wrestlers that are that are in the back and catering, doing nothing. This yeah. man has more relevance, okay, in his young-ass life than other grown-ass wrestlers. So, I'm saying this. I think that stuff is gonna win it. Um, I don't. I, I, the whole eye shit. I don't know how they're gonna do with that, but <laughs> like, I'm I'm gonna throw up a little, and I hope that. I don't know if Seth needs to take some time off or what, but uh, this ain't it. This storyline ain't it. Unless that Aleister Black intervenes and then we set up a feud for them going into SummerSlam. I mean, that would be... You would hope for that. Yeah. Really uh, what, do you, what do you think about this match? Who do you think is going to get it? Well, first, let's start by revoking your Latino card. Nah, it's just gone. Nah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's over. Uh uh. Not gonna stand here for that. Disrespecting of the legends. Listen, he's a legend, you're right, but this legend is old, son. Like you gotta he gotta hang it up. He gotta go back home and do something else. But he can't he can't. He can't keep doing this. No, nah, Latinos Unidos, no, no, none of that. My dude, his back is not Unido, okay? <laughs> his back. <laughs> like, his back He's is so broken. Stupid. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> All right, listen, I know, I already know who you're writing for. You're writing for Ray. So, you want Ray and Dominic to get this? Yeah, I want. They're gonna take Seth Brown's eye out. He's gonna be with a little eye patch for like months. Lord have mercy. Maybe that's a possibility. Listen, you're gonna. They're gonna pull the eye out, and it's gonna go straight to the camera, like old school 3D movies. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw the fuck up on my laptop. <laughs> All right, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey versus Nikki Cross. So. I feel like Nikki Cross has not been built up enough for this match. Like, I'm glad that she's getting a title chance, but I don't know what. Uh, I know Bailey's retaining the title because whatever character change that they did to Nikki Cross is absolutely trash. She and tried to make work. Yeah, yeah, she's tried, but it's like, you know, y'all dropped the ball when y'all broke up Insanity. And then y'all really dropped the ball when you try to change your character to be, you know, Alexa Bliss's fucking cushion or whatever. Um, I don't doubt that they won't have a good match. I think it mm-hmm. would be decent because of how unpredictable Nikki Cross is in the ring. But this has probably been... 
it's a shitty buildup. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a shitty buildup, yeah. and yeah. for some reason, I feel like either Alexa Bliss might might interfere in the match, or Sasha mm-hmm. might interfere in the match, and then get reignite that feud between Sasha and Bailey. Oh, you think they're finally gonna pull that trigger? Yeah, it's, which sucks because it's like we can't keep seeing them go forever. Mm-hmm. But if that's if that's what we're gonna get, you know, like. That's what people want. <laughs> would, it, would, would it surprise you if they prolong that and then... Oh, there's no built to Nikki Swift. No, you're right. You're right, you're right. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like with Nikki Cross, with not insanity, but sanity. I'm just going to correct you right there. Um, oh, well, I thought it was always insanity. Whatever. It's still a dope name. <laughs> <laughs> no, once, once, once they split them up with them, like, they flopped completely. Yeah, like, all of them. That, that was such a dope ass group. Um, I don't know. I th- Nikki, she's she's tried to make it work. She's really tried. Um, but like you said, there's no build to this. There's no. This match has no foreplay. It's just all straight missionary. Exactly. It's straight, straight entrance with no lube. So and that hurts. So you listen. Yeah. You gotta lube it up. You gotta do the little foreplays. Get a little lick, lick. You know. Raw's women's champion Oscar uh, versus Sasha Banks. This right here will probably be the best motherfucking match of the card. Yep, hundred percent, hundred thousand percent. I hope Sasha doesn't fucking get injured after this match because Sasha has a, a thing about her body where after yeah. a fucking pay per view match, this bitch always gets injured. Oh, do you think that because they haven't been traveling as much, they haven't been getting injured as much? I believe it. I believe because, yeah, because travel wears on your body. Like, uh-huh. first of all, being on a plane for X amount of hours and then getting off, that's fucking, that's rough. Being at an airport is rough. Being at random hotels where you don't know what kind of bed quality you're going to get. Like, it is definitely rough on your body. So I do think that, I hope, you know, that Sasha... You know, Sasha's been fit enough to keep going, but it also just depends on, yeah, it's just like they're not traveling, so they have more time to to wrestle uh-huh. in a ring without them thinking, oh, shit, I might snap my fucking neck or something. You know, they're not doing right. house shows now. They're not doing all this extra shit. So, honestly... I wouldn't be mad if moving forward if they kind of lighten up their schedule. Yeah. That, that's what happens. Like, a lot of times you see, yo, snap, I want to see so-and-so. And then you go to a fucking house show and so-and-so is injured. And you're like, yo, what the fuck Damn. am I here for? Like, I bought this shit on Groupon. I didn't want <laughs> And then you're stuck watching Baron Corbin in the main event. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not slander Baron Corbin now. <laughs> I'm joking. Baron Corbin. You, is... you rock. Y'all <laughs> rock with Alexa. Y'all don't rock with Alexa Bliss. Do you rock with Baron Corbin? No, no, no. We're actually joking. I, we rock with Baron Corbin physically wise. Like, oh, that, man, oh, that he's makes a very sense. good looking dude. All right. And he's a good heel. I'll give him credit. He knows how to push people's buttons. Ring wise? Mm-hmm. Mm. I still take him over for Alexa Bliss any day of the week. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, so I think you, you. So you're saying that they're they're gonna pull the trigger. Bailey, Bailey's gonna mess with Sasha, or whatever. Then we're gonna get that uh, 
that Sasha promo that that you did a very very good impersonation of. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get the Sasha promo, and I think this opens the door for Shayna versus Oscar for that little feud to finally take off. I forgot about Baszler. Yeah, so if they do pull the trigger, we'll have two really good women's feuds. We'll have Oscar right. versus Shayna, and we'll have Sasha versus Bailey. So if things Yo, go lo- according to lo- plan. Low-key, the women have been carrying shit. Yeah, they have, and including Zelina, because Zelina, if it wasn't for Zelina hey. as a manager on Raw, shit would be very disinteresting. I will say that. <laughs> So let's quickly move on. So what I'm hoping is, I'm hoping that Oscar retains the title so that she can interrupt the Bailey thing or turn on Bailey so that we can have them two going after the SmackDown championship and then Shayna and Oscar going after the Raw championship. I like that. I like that idea. It builds up for the, the bigger show. It's mm-hmm. kind of taking me out that you got your hand on your hip like a tia. <laughs> I'm over here mad disappointed in shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, get the watch, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny, because I'm wearing chocolates too. So no, you're not. I'm about, to, hold on, I'm, about to, I'm about to bring up the chocolate right here in camera. All right, Deadass family, you're not watching this live feed, but I'm wearing chocolates, and I have um, my hand on my hip. I'm in true could, Dominican mom status and in right the, now. And in the kitchen. You in cannot be more too. fucking Dominican. No. Nope. <laughs> Got the bustelo in the back. Yeah, it's a fucking wrap, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. Yo, listen, you coming know. out here, you trying to roast my shit. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. I don't, I don't really don't care. All right. <laughs> we got the WWE Championship match. We got Drew okay. McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, um, which, did they already say what the stipulation is? Or no? The stipulation? I don't know what the stipulation no, I don't, I don't is. Think, I don't but... I want to know why the fuck we got this going on. Yo, Dolph Ziggler is CEO of Getting Opportunity. Bro, Dolph Ziggler Jeez, is the, the CEO, CFO, COO of coming back for no reason. Like, this know. is the man at your job that has 14 write-ups on his record, two suspensions, <laughs> but still has not gotten fired. <laughs> Oh my god, that photo! And you let let you mess up one time, let you be late one time. Right, like you call out one time because you want to go to a funeral, and it's a wrap. But this man right here, this is the man who shows up three hours late to work, smelling yeah. like hella bud. He clocks out like ten minutes early for a break, clocks in thirty minutes Bruh. late from break. And he takes vacation like every fucking month, and he be asking for Mondays off. Yo. And this man is. Do you still work with me? Grief. This is like half my coworkers. <laughs> the fuck? Nah, cause I work with people. Like, I'm like, hold on, this man is still around. 
and he's cool with everybody. He cool with all the managers. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody likes him. I call out one time and be like, wow, I'm really disappointed in you. I'm like, my dude, I'm sick. Well, what's wrong I, with you? I called out one time for a funeral for a friend that died. I had to come back and show proof. I had to have the obituary. I had to have everything. Wow. See, ain't that? And then he shows up like, yo, my mad. Yo, I have to. I yep. have to go to my baby mom's house and pick up the little kid. I have to drop him off at my mom's house, and then I have to pick up my car from the shop. So my bad that I'm late. <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, just go ahead and clock in." And yeah. Like, hmm? Yeah. So Dennis family, if y'all are irresponsible um, employees, get your life together. Get your shit together. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. Easily, Drew McIntyre retains the title. I don't want to see greasy Dolph Ziggler on my screen ever again. Okay? His ass looking like Trish, um, fucking his ex-girlfriend, Trish Paytas, whatever that bitch name is. I don't see the... I don't want to see... Amy Schumer? Lo- I don't know who that is. I don't want to see the lockjaw ass bitch on my TV screen again. So... <laughs> Drew McIntyre retains it. The stipulation, I could care less with this. The stipulation should be a coronavirus stipulation. The winner, wow. the loser gets coughed on. There you go. <laughs> Make it more interesting. The loser gets spit on. Let me see some spit. Yeah, you know, the loser has to get the COVID-19 test on TV so we can see how, how bad that shit looks. Alright? And then we got the horror show aspect of this stupid ass extreme rules. For the Braun record, Sh- I'm not a Braun Strowman guy. Braun Strowman is trash. I'm not either. Okay, glad I'm glad that we're on the same page on that. Um, Braun Strowman versus Bray, Bray Wyatt. First of all, let me tell you how much of a Braun Strowman fan I'm not. I didn't even know that this man had a belt. Damn. I totally forgot that he was a universal champion. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I forgot. I was like, oh, he's still a champion. I see. I hope to fucking everything, every god that exists above and below, I hope that Bray Wyatt washes this man. And I hope that this is a cinematic match because cinematic matches lately, they've been really good. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely in Bray Wyatt's wheelhouse. You know, this is definitely something mm-hmm. that he shines for. Braun Strowman, he's trash. In the rain, out the rain, in the supermarket, in the fields, in his car, he's trash. Yeah, 100%. Picking up his niece from daycare, he's trash. Going to sleep after doing his skincare routine, he's trash. Waking up and putting an extra dish in the sink when you just finished doing the dishes, he's trash. Like, <laughs> everything about Braun Strowman is very, very trash. I feel like the only place that he will shine in would be an Amazon warehouse because he can reach high up to get the pallets. Damn. And he can drive the forklift. He can lift the boxes. Like, he would be an excellent Amazon warehouse worker, not a wrestler. No, nah, he, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's trash. He's trash. Like... He should have improved a lot by now, but no, nah, he he hasn't shown improvement. He he, I don't know, man. His his little thing came and went. Like it's it, it's not appealing anymore. At least not to me. Right, I'm like, um, get these hands. Like you borrowing uh, a vernacular. You can go. It's not. No, don't worry about it. This is see, Steve it, Ice the Falcon. 
It's trash. Right? It's exactly there. There it is. It's trash right here. Trash can right here. It's trash. This is Steve Ice the Falcon. I don't know if you remember the episode with my brother in it. Oh yeah, yeah. What up? What up? What up? All right, Steve Ice the Falcon is doing a little thing. Am I too loud? Okay. You know he works overnight, so he's probably just waking up right now. Um, <laughs> that as family, Steve Ice the Falcon just made his debut um, on Skype. Let us know if you want us to do another sibling episode. I feel like a lot of people enjoyed it. I think um, y'all should. Y'all really should. You know, he was talking a lot of hot trash. Um, so, yeah, Bray Wyatt, I hope you get this. I hope that they don't make you look stupid. Because one thing that they've done with Bray Wyatt's character is that they've made him too gimmicky to a point yeah. where it's like, okay, is he ever going to win anything? Is he ever going to defend anything like they just made him such a caricature that sometimes you don't know like what they're gonna do with him in general because when he had the title he was coming out more often and it, mm-hmm. the whole thing was kind of getting overexposed mm-hmm. now I they totally take the agree with off. that yeah. so I, yeah I, I definitely do hope that Bray gets it because he needs it like I don't mm, he doesn't need to have titles per se, but he needs the wins. He needs yeah, yeah. to prove that he is the force that he is, you know, to be reckoned with. Like, they, y'all built him up to be this fucking supernatural force, and then y'all giving us these trash matches. Like, something's yeah. got to give. Um, so, are you going to be watching Extreme Rules tomorrow? Uh, I will be watching it. Um, I will pay for it. Oh, okay, um, and I'll be. Yeah, yeah, I'll be watching. Of course, I'm gonna pay for it and watch it and all that stuff. Wait, yeah, you don't sure. have the the subscription? You don't have the network? Listen, I cut the network off probably after Money in the Bank. Wow. Because okay. listen, there, to me, I only had the network for the pay per views at NXT. Right. They switch. They switch NXT to the TV. To the yep. So I'm I'm paying ten ninety nine uh, whatever it was a month just for a pay per view once a month. That's true. And it was just like, and the the programs that they do be having on there kind of be trash. Yeah. So it's like, there's really no point. And then they got a free version out now. I guess they give you some stuff. It was just like, they put NXT on that. NXT's on Hulu too. So mm-hmm. it's like, why even have the network? Because it's right. never made sense to me. That's so I cut, true. That's yeah, true. I cut that off of Money in the Bank. And then I found um, alternative uh places to watch yo i get you on that because for the longest of time this is the first time i've ever paid for the network yeah like now i pay for it well i don't pay for it somebody in this house pays for it so now i have it (laughs) you ain't shit you ain't shit i I have it now but before i used to go to gina's house but she has it so we'll watch it together i'm like yeah i'm not paying for the show i'm going to her house to watch it wow you know, and also, Gina. it was like, it it was like, and it's also a bonding experience. Like, you know, we order food and we watch pay per views and we roast the shit out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we did. And I used to, if I didn't go to her house, I'd watch it on alternative websites. Right, right, I'm not right. going to say which ones because I don't want you to flood the servers. <laughs> okay, don't fuck up the servers right now. But um, Benji has been a pleasure. Oh, it's over already? It's over already. It's been an hour and a half that we've been talking shit on here. All right. But before we let you go, um, Deadass Family, we want to remind y'all of the one of the coolest 
promos that we have, one of the coolest partnerships, affiliations, etc. AdamandEve.com. All right. So if you want to have a special sex toy to ring in the Labor Day weekend, you're bored in quarantine, you're, you know, you can't fuck people because of COVID, get yourself a dope-ass toy, get yourself some handcuffs, get yourself some lingerie. AdamandEve.com. 100% superstore, adult superstore online. You can get anything you need for yourself, your partner, your friends, your group, whatever. All right. If you use our affiliate link, which is in our link tree, you get percentage off. You get 10% off your purchase. There's also plenty of coupons you guys can use as well. So if you want to make your purchase extra special. And, you know, we get a little, we get a little kickback from the link too. So make sure you go to adamandeve.com, use our special link, get yourself a sex toy, and let us know what it is. All right. Shout, shout out to shout out to Adam and Eve. I, I checked the site out. I got myself a little thing. I called it my little ricochet. They... <laughs> Wait, got a butt tickler. So, uh, so this is the, <laughs> the end of the episode, right? We're good. It's a, no, no. We still recording, my guy. Man, we're still recording right here. Oh, we're still, we're still. The, the dead ass family's gonna find out what you got. Yo, this man is sick. This <laughs> man is sick. It's all right, yo. You don't got to tell us what you got. But listen, if Benji got something, you know, that, that lets y'all know that y'all should get something, all right? So go ahead. No no kink shaming. No kink shaming. There's no kink shaming, yo, for real. We all kinky, you know, except if you like feet. If you like feet, fuck you, but. <laughs> now you're, di- you're, all, you're, you're in podcast dissing feet. <laughs> she on racial podcast dissing feet. What? what? <laughs> Shout out to Norio. Shout out to Noriega. Um, but I want to give you a couple moments here. Go ahead and plug yourself. All right. I will plug myself. You... <laughs> so... Where can we catch you? What are you doing? So... What kind of projects you got? Let us know. So you can catch me. Uh, I don't know what they don't like a video, but you can catch me on Benji Calavera on Twitter, Benji Calavera on Instagram. Uh, I got some content coming through. I got some interviews coming through. Wrestlers mm-hmm. you may or may not have heard of. Got that coming cool, through. Cool. Um, just, you know, trying to follow in the footsteps of the great Dead Ass Girls podcast, you know. Just trying to out here be doing my thing. Catch me on there. Um, where else can you catch me on? Uh, you used to be able to find me on Backpage, but that's gone. So, uh, oh, wow. On- okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Backpage? Come on. Come on. But be, no, you be a better person and go on OnlyFans, all right? Oh yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna start my on only you know what? Catch me on OnlyFans. Benji Calavera, catch me on OnlyFans for your daily feet pics. Um <laughs> and we'll we'll keep it rolling like that. Well, you heard it here, all right. Benji got a lot of things coming up, so make sure that you're on the uh, you know on the pulse on that and just waiting out. You already know we can listen to us, SoundCloud. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, many more. You can catch our link tree uh, link, which is in the link of our bio and Twitter. We are also on Instagram, Deadass Girls. We are on Tumblr, the Deadass Girls Podcast. We also have a Facebook. So if you want to join our Facebook group, it's the Deadass Girls Podcast. Um, or search for us on Facebook. It's the name Jizzy Gina. Um, and, yeah. And we're also on YouTube. So check out YouTube. We also have a playlist of all of the collabs that we've been in. Some of them are video. Some of them are audio. So if you want to get more Daily Dose of Deadass Girls, you can do that. 
It has been me, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy G6, with our special guest host, Benji. All right? And as we always say it, peace, love, chicken grease, goodbye.